Shalom, dear brothers and sisters. We are going to continue with the study of 2 Corinthians. And in this ministry, we will continue with the 11th chapter of 2 Corinthians. Hopefully you have uh, the Bible with you. Will you please open the Word of God into 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And I would like to read to us all this long chapter... 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1 to 33. And please follow me as I am reading this chapter. Paul continues to write to the Corinthians, and he's telling them in verse 1, Would to God ye could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me, for I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ, to the Mashiach. But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguile Eve, through his subtility, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that comes preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. For I suppose I was not a whit behind the very chiefest apostles. But though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge, but we have been thoroughly made manifest among you in all things. Have I committed an offense in abasing myself that ye might be exalted, because I have preached to you the gospel of God freely? I robbed other churches, taking wages of them to do you service. And when I was present with you and wanted I was chargeable to no man. For that which was lacking to me, the brethren which came from Macedonia supplied. And in all things I have kept myself from being burdensome to you, and so will I keep myself. As the truth in Christ, in Messiah, is in me, no man shall stop me of this boasting, in the regions of Achaia. Wherefore, because I love you not, God knoweth. But what I do, that I will do, that I may cut off occasion from them which desire occasion, that wherein they glory, they may be found even as we. For such are false apostles, Deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if, these, if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. I say again, 
let no man think me a fool. If otherwise, yet as a fool receive me, that I may boast myself a little. That which I speak, I speak it not after the Lord, but as it were foolishly in this confidence of boasting. Seeing that many glory after the flesh, I will glory also. For ye suffer fools gladly, seeing ye yourself are wise. For ye suffer if a man bring you into boasting, if a man devour you, and if a man take of you, if a man exalt himself, if a man smite you on the face. I speak as concerning reproach, as though we had been weak, howbeit where in soever any is bold, I speak foolishly, I am bold also. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelis? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ, of Messiah? I speak as a fool. I am more, in laborers more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in death often. Of the Jews five times receive I forty stripes save one. Thrice was I bitten with rods, Once was I stoned, thrice I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeying often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watching often, in hunger and thirst, in fasting often, in cold and nakedness, beside those things that are without that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Who is weak? And I am not weak. Who is offended, and I burn not? If I must need glory, I will glory of the things which concern mine infirmities. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, which is blessed forevermore, knoweth that I lie not. In Damascus, The governor under uh, Aritas, the king, kept the city of the uh, Damascus with garrisons desirous to apprehend me. And through a window in a basket was I laid down by the wall and escaped his hands. Well, beloved brothers and sisters, I have just read this long chapter of 2 Corinthians, uh, chapter 11. Now this is 
a very, very interesting chapter, beloved brothers and sisters, and I tell you why, because here as Paul is heading towards the conclusion of the letter that he wrote to the Corinthians, the second letter that he wrote to the Corinthians, he is there writing some of his final concluding remarks uh, concerning himself and his love and care towards the uh, Corinthians. To remind you that he opened his heart throughout the whole letter in Second Corinthians. Although you don't have much doctrines here inside this letter, it is the opening of the heart of the apostle Shaul Paul before the Corinthians because he loved them, he cared for them, and because they accused him, because he didn't come to them at first, and because he have saw that there were those that opposed him, those that rebelled against his service for the Lord, and he is responding to them with this second letter. And it's not so much here corrective ministry with respect to doctrine, but a corrective ministry with respect to behavior and conduct and attitude that the Corinthians had towards him. And so in this 11th chapter, the apostle Shaul Paul presents himself to the Corinthians using the image of a father, an Abba. A father that loved his children and have so much care for them. And so you will notice that although you don't find the word Abba here in relationship to him, yet you see that he presents himself here as a loving father. His fatherly love towards the Corinthians is being presented here in three ways towards his Corinthian brothers and sisters. Just to read a verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, in the first epistle, in chapter 4 and verse 14, we do read, in his 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 14, I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons. I warn you, for though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, for in the Mashiach Yeshua, I have begotten you through the gospel. You see, the Corinthians were begotten by the apostle Shaul Paul as he was preaching to them the gospel. Let me just remind you that in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, he corrected them with respect to their doctrines and behavior and the moral condition and the doctrinal teachings that they have had, and he corrected them in his first epistle. Now this second epistle, he is opening his hearts towards them because of the behavior that they had towards him. In the book of Acts, in chapter 18, Paul had arrived to Corinth, and he was in Corinth, according to Acts chapter 18 and verse 11. He continued there a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. So Paul preached the message of the gospel to the Corinthians, led many of them to come the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, as their Lord and Savior, established a local assembly there in the city of Corinth, 
but then things gone sour in their behavior and their conduct. And that's why he had to write to them these two letters. This second epistle was the letter that was written to them as an, a letter of uh, opening his heart towards the Corinthian and appealing to them to understand that he really cared for them. So in these verses from chapter 11, verses 1 to 33, the Apostle Paul presented before the Corinthian three proofs of his fatherly love for them. First of all, verses 1 to 6, and also verses 13 to 15, Paul had a godly jealousy over the assembly of the believers at Corinth. He shows his godly jealousy towards them. Then secondly, in verses 7 to 12, Paul showed that he was so generous and gentle towards them, towards the assembly at Corinth. And he's showing them his fatherly care, not only the, that he's jealous over them with godly jealousy, but he's also very generous and loving towards them as a father would be. And thirdly, the second half of this 11th chapter, in verses 16 to verse 33, Paul was very anxious and he shows his anxiety towards of the believers at Corinth. And this is how the 11th chapter of 2 Corinthians is divided. Paul's godly jealousy over the assembly of Corinth, verses 1 to 6 and verses 13 and 15. And then secondly, Paul's generosity towards the assembly in the city of Corinth. This is verses 7 to 12. And finally, verses 16 to 33, Paul's anxiety towards the church assembly in Corinth. So let's look first of all at Paul's godly jealousy over the assembly at Corinth, verses 1 to 6 and also verses 13 and 15. Notice what we read in verse 1. Paul is writing and he said, Would to God ye could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me. See, Paul is saying, okay, just bear with me. Look what's going on in your midst, Corinthians. And just bear with me as I'm sharing with you to show you, to prove to you that I really love you and care for you. After all, you accuse me that I don't care for you. After all, you were blaming me why I didn't come. Or were influenced by others who claim to be servants of the Lord who spoke against the apostle Shaul Paul. So he's saying to them, bear with me in verse 1. Yes, would to God ye bear with me a little in my folly. And indeed, bear with me. Verse 2, Paul showed his godly jealousy. And he said to them, For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. You see, a father that gives his daughter to another man to marry, arranging for the marriage with a man that will marry his daughter. He loves his daughter. He wants that his daughter will 
be blessed and have a godly husband. And in a sense, what Paul is doing here, he show his godly care for the Corinthian believers. You remember, beloved brothers and sisters, that God said to our people of Israel when he gave Israel the Torah, the law. And you remember what we read in the scripture in Exodus chapter 20. And there when the law was given to Israel, God said to Israel in verse 22, he said, And the Lord said unto Moses, Thus thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, Ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. Ye shall not make with me gods of silver, neither shall ye make unto you gods of gold. An altar of earth thou shalt make unto me, and shall sacrifice thereon thy burnt offering, and thy peace offering, thy sheep, and thine oxen, in all places where I record my name, I will come unto thee, and I will bless thee. And if thou wilt make me an altar of stone, thou shalt not build it of hewn stone. And if thou lift up a tool upon it, thou hast polluted it. Neither shall thou go up by steps unto mine altar, that thy nakedness be not discovered thereon. Now what was the Lord is saying to Israel? That he wanted them to obey his word, to submit to his word. But specifically, beloved brothers and sisters, he gave them this instruction and he wanted them to obey him and not to have any other God. And he said to them in earlier in verse 5, For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. I love you and I'm jealous over you. I don't want you to build me altars like the world does. I don't want you to offer sacrifices like the world sacrifice. I want you to be devoted to me. And Paul, as a father, as a Abba, he's telling to the Corinthian in verse 2 that he is jealous over the Corinthian with godly jealousy. And he, as a Abba, as a father, espouse the Corinthians to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, as a chaste virgin to Christ. I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. This is the godly jealousy that Paul had over the Corinthians. As a father, as an Abba. And again, to remind you that as we have read in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, in verse 14, where he already said to them that when he came and he led them, he said, I write not these things to shame you, but my beloved sons, as my beloved sons, I warn you. So the Corinthians were his sons and daughters, spiritual sons and daughters. I continue in verse 3, beloved brothers and sisters, the Corinthians were beguiled by Satan. And that's why he was so concerned for them because they were influenced by Satan and by those who follow Satan's false apostles, false messengers who blame the apostle Paul who influenced the Corinthians to go in a different direction and to turn against the apostle Shaul Paul. And he says, but I fear, in verse 3, lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through the subtlety 
So your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, believing in the Lord Yeshua the Messiah, the simple faith and simple walk with Him here in this world is what the Apostle Paul wants for the Corinthians and for all of us. This is what Yeshua wants for us all. This is what God wants for all those that have acknowledged that they needed a Savior, the simplicity that is in Christ, but the serpent. As he beguiled Eve, when Eve was in the garden of Eden, Gan Eden, and she was beguiled by the serpent who said to her, Has God said? The Corinthians were beguiled by Satan who said, Has God said, Has God used Shaul Paul? Is he really a messenger from the Lord? Is he really an apostle? You see, beloved brothers and sisters, you see, in the last verse of 2 Corinthians 10, Paul said, For not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. God commended Paul the Lord Jesus commanded Paul for the ministry. The Lord used Paul, Shaul Paul, to minister to the Corinthians. But here come some false messengers, false apostles, who claim that they are the one that was sent by the Lord. They commanded themselves. And they led the Corinthians away from simply believing in Christ and have a simple walk with the Lord Jesus, the Messiah. So in verse 3, the Corinthians were beguiled by Satan. The Corinthians' love for the Lord was not as before. Satan beguiled them. Satan is the one that blinded them. Satan is the one that he burdened people. He blinds people. He beguiles people. He buffeted people. He does not help. He does not build the people of God. In fact, in 2 Corinthians... Chapter 4, and verse 4, we do read, beloved brothers and sisters, that he is called, notice that, 2 Corinthians 4, and verse 4, we read, The God of this world has blinded the mind of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. He is called the God of this world with a small g. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, we read, in verse 7 we read, And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelation that was given unto me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me. The Lord allowed Satan to buffet Paul through this messenger of Satan. Satan bring burdens of people. Satan is blinding people. Satan is beguiling people. Satan is buffeting people. That is what Satan does to the people of God and to the whole world. And so Paul, as he continues, and he says, speaking about the fact that verse 3, that the Corinthians were beguiled by Satan. Satan is called a liar. He is a liar from the beginning. He is called the accuser of the brethren. 
in Revelation chapter 12. And so, in verse 4, Satan is an imitator, Paul is telling the Corinthian. Satan has a, a counterfeit gospel. Satan sends false gospel preachers. That would happen to the Corinthian. So we read in verse 4, For if he that cometh preaches another gospel, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or if another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. So Paul is reminding them, Satan really is an imitator. He is telling false, he is a liar, and he is claiming to be that which he is not. He is always want to do away with the things of the Lord. He's a counterfeit. He's a counterfeit, beloved brothers and sisters. As we read elsewhere in other epistles in the Word of God, Galatians 1 and verse 6 tells us, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that call you in, into the grace of Christ by a, or, and unto another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. The Galatians had the same issue. Here the Corinthians was spoken by the Apostle Shaul Paul as he is now writing to them this second letter. Now he continued to show his jealousy towards the assembly of the believers at Corinth. Uh, we'll call them saints in the first chapters. In verse 5 and 6, Paul was open before the Corinthians. Paul was not behind uh, the chiefest of the apostles. He wanted them to be careful and not to follow anyone else except the Lord Jesus and to recognize that he was indeed his servant. And so we read in verses 5 and 6 of Second Corinthians 11, But though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge, but we have been thoroughly made manifest among you in all things, he's saying to the Corinthians, have I committed an offense in abasing myself and 